Welcome to episode 13 of the Gen X Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Mario Piper, and I thank you for joining me. It's been a long while, and I'm sorry that I've been away uh, several months. 2020 has been an interesting year, hasn't it? Uh, COVID has been on the mind of all of us. Um, of course, there's also civil unrest, racial tensions, and all kinds of things that have, that have been happening. It's been a, a very interesting year, much different than I would have expected it to be. Um, but my absence in my podcast making has not been due to a lack of interest in photography. No, no, no. <laughs> I am a photographer through and through, and not necessarily a good one, but I love photography. Um, and that I don't think will ever go away. And my love for film photography uh, continues to grow. In fact, film is, um, it's been a, a big motivator for me to continue my photography because of the imperfections, the inherent human imperfections that, that come into or go into film photography. Um, I love that aspect of, of film. When I think of digital photography, and this is not a rant against digital photography, I do still love the photos that I've taken, but uh, there's something almost clinical about <laughs> digital. Uh, whereas with film, there's the imperfections of developing, there's the imperfections of uh, shooting, not knowing exactly what exposure you got until you develop it. Um, all kinds of stuff can, can happen with, with film photography that just make it a bit more spicy. <laughs> so anyways, well, I am back. And I can thank Mr. Mike Gutterman, Darth Gutterman, for providing new ways to motivate me. <laughs> I don't know if you like Star Wars, Mr. Gutterman, but uh, that's uh, as far as movies, that's my uh, bread and butter. So anyways, I'm here sipping a gin and uh, thinking a little bit about serendipity. Serendipity. What is Serendipity. Well, serendipity is, from what I can recall, um, the unexpected joy, or the joy at uh, finding something unexpected. And that happened to me a couple weeks ago. Um, my daughter and I were in a, a, a thrift store, basically. And the guy that runs the store was actually the guy that sold me my first film camera, my Minolta SRT 101, my, my first one. And... Um, you know, for $20. It was nice. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we, you know, went in and I recognized him and I think he might have recognized me. Um, he uh, found out that my daughter uh, liked horses because she was looking for a, a hula hoop for her horses. And um, so he said, well, actually, there's an estate sale that he was uh, uh, going to be officiating. And there were gonna was gonna be a fair amount of horse tack, so he gave us a couple of flyers, and said the dates, and we were looking forward to it. Well, I went, and you know, looking for horse tack, and realized that it wasn't just a, a barn sale or a horse, you know, tack sale, but the entire estate minus the buildings and the land, everything in the house was for sale. Everything in the barns were was for sale. It was pretty interesting. Um, so I was walking through, looking at everything, uh, 
everything that was for sale, and I came across a TLR. That was really the first time I'd ever actually seen a TLR, so I was holding it. It was really cool and actually pretty light. I, I expected them, I expected it to be a lot heavier. It was a pretty light, light uh, TLR. I'm not remembering what the brand was, but anyways, I was looking at the two front lenses and then looking through the you know, viewfinder on the top, and that was pretty cool. It actually reminded me a little bit of uh, looking through, not the viewfinder of an SLR, but through the lens of an SLR, and seeing uh, through, basically seeing through the, the lens and the viewfinder backward, looking through the lens out the viewfinder. Uh, kind of reminded me a little bit of that. But anyway, somebody saw me um, looking at it, and talked a little bit about it, and I said, yeah, I, I'm into film photography, that's what I do. And he said, well, if you like film photography, there's a, or if you like photography, there's a number of cameras inside the house. So I beelined it right inside the house and found the room where the cameras were, right on the coffee table in the living room, it looked like, and there were three cameras there. Uh, one was a, a rangefinder, I don't remember the 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 maker model it was old very very old looked to be older than my Konica 3A which is you know a late 50s model so potentially in the 40s or early 50s um quite old uh didn't work probably needed a CLA but you know it, I have my rangefinder I love my rangefinder I like using it from time to time but I'm an SLR person so anyways um I put that down, picked up an Olympus OM, uh, OM something, don't, I'm not an Olympus person either, I don't know what the uh, designation was, but it was an Olympus OM, a black, little black camera with a, a very long telephoto lens, I think it might have been an 80 to 200 or I, I can't remember what the, the focal lengths were, but I took the, the lens off and felt the, the weight of the camera itself, the camera body, and it was pretty light. I've heard that Olympus uh, cameras were, the OM series, I should say, I've heard that the OM series is pretty light, and indeed it was, but it didn't work, it wasn't in good condition, so I put the lens back on, put it aside, and I picked up this, <laughs> this that I have in my hand, a Konica Auto Reflex T. $20 for a, a camera body that's in pretty good condition. Pretty good condition. Came with a lens, a Konica Hexanon AR 57mm f1.4. Uh, there's a little haze in the lens, a few scratches on the front element. Uh, the mirror has some sort of scratches or funk on it might, might need to be replaced and then the viewfinder is a bit foggy but otherwise it's uh, you know in pretty good condition as far as cosmetics but when I uh, picked it up I noticed that I couldn't see through the viewfinder and that was that made me think well no maybe this is an electronic shutter and so you can't really even fire the shutter or, you know, do the things you can do with a manual uh, mechanical camera because it has an electronic shutter. But no, it didn't, didn't have that. What happened 
was maybe because it was sitting for a long time or maybe it developed this problem and that's why it wasn't used but uh if you'd when i picked it up the first time if i advanced the the film advance lever as such it would not cock the shutter but it would fire the shutter and that was mystifying it should cock the shutter but not fire the shutter so I was advancing the film advance lever and it cocked the shutter well I took the lens off and noticed that the mirror which should be down at a 45 degree angle was stuck in the up position and that's why I couldn't see out of the uh, viewfinder (laughs) Uh, or through the viewfinder because the mirror was in the up position instead of down allowing the light to reflect off of it through the pentaprism and out the uh, viewfinder so I pulled it down and uh, you know manually and it came down without too much trouble and then I could see through the the viewfinder but again advancing that film advance lever it instead of again cocking the shutter it fired the shutter causing the mirror to slap up and then to stay up but for $20 I thought you know I might be able to get it to work if not I can send it in for a CLA and they can get it to work well the other thing is that it had a roll of film in it and that roll of film was Agfa Agfa Color Portrait XPS 160 um I looked online and that uh, that uh, film was discontinued somewhere in the late 90s or early 2000s, so about two decades old. So I decided, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and buy it. It was a it's a beautiful, heavy, heavy camera SLR, much akin to the SRT series, um, you know, the, the, the SLRs of the late 60s, early 70s with a, a nice lens and a roll of film and this roll of film was not exposed not shot it was in the camera but that's about it so I thought hmm I'm gonna try it out so I got $20 came back bought the camera bought the lens bought the film all in one package and uh, came home and then I just messed with it messed with it a little bit kept trying to you know pull down the mirror advanced the lever and eventually I got it to work to where I advanced the lever and it would not fire the shutter it would just cock the shutter and when I pressed the shutter button shutter release button it would finally over time uh, allow the mirror to flap up and then flap back down again as it should so I did that several times making sure that it would you know stay like that and after you know work properly and after several times doing that I thought well maybe it was you know just sat for a while and it needed to kind of break free a little bit so I decided you know I'm gonna go out and shoot that roll of film that uh, Agfa color portrait XPS 160 again and I thought that would be pretty cool to shoot a the roll of film that was in it who knows from maybe 20 years ago on this camera that might have sat for 20 years and just see what happens well, given that that uh, that film stock was discontinued again somewhere in the late '90s or early 2000s, I figured on uh, exposing it at two stops, you know, pushing it two stop or pulling it, pushing. I I get those 
too confused. But anyways, exposing it at ISO 40 instead of ISO 160. So cutting ISO 160 in half to 80 and then a half again to 40. Uh, two stops difference. Uh, one stop per decade as the uh, rule of thumb goes. So I went outside, I shot it at ISO 40. Uh, nothing you know, particular as far as, they weren't special shots, it was just basically to test the camera. And, you know, kind of neat that it had an expired roll in it as well. Shot the 24 exposures, brought it back in, developed the film right then and there, let it hang to dry for a couple of hours, and then um, uh, scanned it. And I was quite surprised. No color shifts, no weird fogging. It looked like a nice roll of film. And uh, so that was <laughs> that itself was serendipitous. Finding that, that roll of film that was expired and yet when shot and exposed properly given its age produced some nice photos. I was pretty surprised because I've had some, shall I say, bad experiences with... Uh, or not bad, but interesting, disappointing, I, should, I could say, experiences with expired film where I think carefully about the age of the film and, you know, exposing it one stop per decade and all that. And uh, sometimes it works out okay. Uh, sometimes nothing worked out. This last roll of film, not, not this one that I'm talking about, but the one prior to that, nothing came out. Nothing. Not a single photo. So it was a real surprise when this came out, when these 24 photos came out, not looking like expired film at all. They just looked like decent photos. I was quite happy. Um, but as far as the serendipity, not only was it the roll of film, but it was also this beautiful camera. This camera is just gorgeous. It looks a lot like you know a lot like the Minolta SRT series you know that classic styling uh, classic SLR look from the late 60s and early 70s some similarities to the SRT is the you know the aperture rings on the lens and all that the uh, film rewind lever slightly different looking but same function you know the the same uh, way to you know dial in the ISOs by pulling up the ring surrounding the the shutter speed dial um, film advanced lever same place you know SLR or I'm sorry SLR <laughs> viewfinder in the same place you know most everything is about the same but the on off switch because it does have a battery for the meter the on off switch instead of being on the bottom of the camera is surrounding the shutter uh, release button so there's the lock and then the red. Red means fire, L means lock. And it's quite nifty. It's well built. I like it. But alas, I shot that one roll of film. It worked perfectly. <laughs> and now here's advancing the lever, the film advance lever. Oh, that's so good sounding. But here's firing the shutter doesn't work so there's something amiss inside but that's nothing that a CLA won't won't fix but this camera is just such a beauty and as far as the weight 
compared to my SRT cameras. Um, those are heavy. This is heavier. There's, I, I dare I say, this might be perhaps a little better built, or at least a little brawnier than the, uh, the than the SRT series. Not that I don't love my SRTs. I absolutely love my Minoltas, but this is a uh, quite a find. And for twenty dollars, man, twenty twenty dollars for a beautiful camera needs a little love with a you know lens that's a little bit a little bit foggy on the inside. Viewfinder's a little foggy. Um, but other than that, it's just such a good camera. So yes, serendipity. Well, I want to thank you for joining me again after long last. Um, a little bit of explanation about why I was gone for so long. Uh, you know, we've had this COVID, uh, (laughs) pandemic with us for nine months, I think. And, uh, you know, a lot has changed for many people and I feel just terrible for those of you that have lost jobs um, due to the pandemic or even more so uh, have gotten it yourself or perhaps lost loved ones that's hopefully soon this will be mitigated I know my brother-in-law got uh, COVID he lost his uh, taste of a sense of taste and smell uh, it's starting to come back but you know it's uh, it's taken its toll and you know, my heart goes out to every single one of you, whatever situation you're in. Um, as for me, I own a cleaning business, and uh, because of uh, COVID, I've had to go in not just nightly to clean, but also every day to sanitize. So it's definitely impacted my sleep schedule. It impacted my daily life schedule. So, no, I haven't stopped or even slowed down with my film photography or, you know, film developing or scanning or anything like that. But it has taken a toll with other aspects in life, such as producing more podcasts. So uh, I do want to thank you, Mr. Gutterman, for, uh, again, motivating me to continue on with this Death Star. <laughs> no, for motivating me to continue on with this podcast. I didn't re- even realize you would were listening. I appreciate that. Your podcast is awesome. Um, and I do hope you find uh, ways to use that APS <laughs> film. And you, if you want to believe it was $25, that's awesome. Um, so anyways, um, thank you all for listening. And I will be more regular with my podcast. Uh, until then, sayonara. <laughs>